Welcome to Jen and Juice. We are two sisters who grew up humbly in the trailer park and in Sunday school, where we weathered the storms of kitchen scissor bangs, purity culture, fundamentalism, culottes, flannel boards, and fellowship hall potlucks. We remain devout to Jesus as we continue to wrestle out our faith with fear and trembling. We hope to provide a safe space to have real, raw conversations about everything and nothing, this and that, the secular and the sacred, you know, the juxtaposition of all things life. We want to use what the Lord has given us. Snark, quick wit, hard-earned wisdom. We promise to show up wobbly on some days, strong on other days. We aim to be a refreshing palate cleanse in a world starving for hope and light. We're like therapy you can afford. Because we're free. So welcome to Gin and Juice. We're We're here here to help help a sister and brother out. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Hey, I'm so happy to be here, but um, I've got a red pen myself. Oh, bring it. What you oh, got? gosh, guys, I made a big, big mistake. When we were talking about purity culture, um, maybe an episode or two ago, and I was referencing that whole book genre, the I kissed dating goodbye, then I gave dating a chance, and I said it was Josh McDowell who wrote it. I was wrong. I am so sorry. It was Joshua Harris. I just mixed them up in my mind. Um, It's Joshua Harris who has deconverted and renounced his faith and um, and done all that. Not Josh McDowell. Joshua Harris. How dare you? Yes, I felt like that was like a big bad faux pas. I felt terrible. So, if you were looking that up, uh, I had it wrong. It is Joshua Harris. So very good. Yes, so I needed to to make that right. Um, yeah, I didn't really have any. I had I had some more great comments about um, some of the parenthood um, advice and le- things that we've learned um, mm-hmm. that has resonated with other people as well. So, mm-hmm. and I have some ideas. I'll I'll shoot around with you on the on the DL okay. for future episodes. But okay. yeah, so yeah. Well, I'm I'm headed out of town this week. Yeah, because gonna... we're kicking off June. We're, oh, here we are, baby. We're finally here. Um, and headed on vacation. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's a fun time to do a little wrap up of book club so we are going to wrap up book club here in just a second our sisters on the same page are going to join us Um, and at the end of the wrap up they are going to introduce the month of june our book choice yes so Stay tuned. I'm going to purchase the book today to take on my trip. Yeah. So if you need something good to listen to or read, um, they said the book is free right now on if you're a Kindle Plus subscriber. Mm-hmm. So again, wait till the end of the episode and they will announce our June pick for book club. And it's going to be really good. Yes. And um, so we hope that you'll join us. And with book club, we always want you guys to send us messages and comments mm-hmm. and tell us how the book reading is going tell us what you like what you don't like what made you think and um and we will link that in our show notes so if you want to purchase it um through our affiliate link that helps us that's a way you can give back to us but the greatest way you can give back to us is liking and sharing this podcast Um, please share the love if if this uh, podcast is making any kind of uh, positive impact on your life please share it with the people that you love yeah so welcome to episode 13 book club wrap up one true loves Okay, we were back with the sisters on the same page. Welcome, Lauren and Lindy. Thank you. Hello. (laughs) We're so excited. So this month, y'all's book choice was this fabulous One True Loves. And to all of our listeners, if you um, haven't caught up and you haven't finished it, just so you know, these spoilers ahead. Yes. it is such a fabulous book. It's by Taylor Jenkins Reid, who we love and we're big fans of, especially now. So anyway, thank y'all for choosing this book. Yeah, it was a good one. It was so good. It was. It was so good. And it had a sweet, happy ending. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Karis actually saw it and she was like, oh, I've read one of her books before. I'd never even heard of her. So she was all excited. She's going to read it next. So. Mm. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. She'll love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. So 
So, okay, when did y'all first read this? Do y'all remember? Because y'all read it maybe a year or more ago. Sure, yeah. yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. It yeah. was one of the maybe first like books a, we reviewed, I think, on our book page. Say, like, last summer? I think it was last right summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's like, been a minute. It yeah. Has. And so, like, rereading it, was yeah. it... It was just as good. It was just yes. as good. It was. I mean, was even knowing like how it ends, it was still so good to read. Yeah. Again, because there's so many things you pay attention to, like the second time that you don't yes. the first time, and yeah, it was. I still loved it. Yeah. Couldn't I think put it down, and yeah. I knew how it ended. Yeah. So. I kind of, I kind of want to go back and reread the first part of it, knowing how the ending, mm-hmm, it, because mm-hmm. that kind of sh- is going to shape my thoughts differently as yeah. I read it. Yeah, just the little details that you pick up on the second time around. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I love it. Okay, so uh, uh, Lauren and Lindy are going to take us through some questions on book club, just to kind of get us thinking about the book, and as listeners. Uh, if whenever you guys have thoughts, because I know some of y'all talk back to us on the podcast, <laughs> we wish we could hear you. We really wish we could hear you. Um, but send us your comments, email us, text us, uh, direct message us, and, and let us know you know what y'all have to say about the book, because um, we we love hearing back from y'all. So um, I think Lauren is going to kick off book club questions. <laughs> okay. Okay. So when you're thinking about um, and comparing young Emma to older Emma, do you think that she always would have changed or do you think that Jesse's disappearance caused a big shift and became a big reason why she became who she became? Mm, That's a great question. Mm -hmm. I kind of think, I kind of think from like a personal, like young Jenny is not the same as 40 plus Jenny. So in like, would I would I have always become this person had I not gone through what I went through with divorce and everything? Absolutely. And so it's kind of hard, but I think that that was always inside of her to have a love for books, have a love, and maybe she just was kind of being that bratty. I'm going to do something totally different, mm-hmm. and I'm going to rebel against the parents and not take over the bookstore. But definitely, the um, losing Jesse was probably the catalyst that made her self reflect. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that that was always inside of her to kind of lean to that. It forced her, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. It, like it made her step out of this norm that she had created. And like you said, maybe it was a little birthed out of rebellion or something. But right. but losing Jesse, then she had to figure out like, well, who am I? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they'd been together since they were teenagers, which I have questions for you, Lindy, because you and your husband <laughs> have been together since how old? Since... 17, 16, but we've known each other since 11 and 12. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. And so I think that that is a testament to, I think that's hard Mm -hmm. to grow up together. And then as you guys are reinventing yourselves, because it's not like you're the same Lindy as you were at 12 or 16 or 21. Absolutely not. I mean, like, (laughs) I think that's, you know, worth thinking about, like, as you grow and you change so much together, Brad and I were, we were old. We were, I was nearly 26 when we got married. He was 34. Like we were, we were already old and we had already done a lot of changing. We've still changed a lot though, but those years, those young years, there's so much that is changing and shaping you. Like how have you and Blake stayed kind of true to each other and yet like growing and, and okay with, rediscovering yourselves or becoming new versions of yourselves i mean we were really good friends our families were friends we (laughs) we kind of grew up as friends first and then we dated a little bit and then i went off to college and we both did our own thing for a while and i think that definitely helped us i mean he'd probably completely disagree with that but (laughs) But I mean, we both did our own thing. We kind of learned about each other and sure, or ourselves, I guess. And then we got back together and we grew with our kids mm-hmm. yeah. and we're still growing daily. And I mean, it's not easy. Yeah. We don't always agree yeah. <laughs> much, yeah. but I think it's been such a good learning experience to grow up together because yeah. we are able to see how we change and how we mature mm-hmm. and I don't know. It's just been fun. I think that's a mark, though, of maturity yeah. is that y'all are willing to to allow old versions of who you were go, mm-hmm. and you can become this version of who I am. Because yes. that's always going to be shifting and changing. Mm-hmm. But that's what like Jesse and 
and Emma kind of couldn't overcome. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Was the, the, he wanted her to be the same and mm-hmm. she wasn't. And I think, I mean, he went through crazy trauma, but you're like, how did he expect her to have gone through what she went through and be the same? Yeah. Right. yeah exactly the, exact the same. same. I, yeah. know. I thought that was really unreasonable. And then I was like, oh, this poor guy needs some major counseling. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. You know, like he has some stuff to work through. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for somebody to come back into your life and expect you to be the same. You're like, yes. Yeah. What are you, you know, I just don't understand that. That'd I be didn't really either. hard for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So yeah, too. I know. I don't. I don't yeah. yeah, he kind of did. He was just kind of stuck in who she was. And yeah, just wasn't but, who she was. But don't you think that's too because he didn't want to deal with what he had gone through? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And so like, let's just oh, pick back sure. up where we left off and let's not the talk about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not going to talk about yeah. the fact that I lost a finger and. I was on an island by myself for two years. I like, know. how does that not mess you mm-hmm. up? Oh, just tell me bye. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't make it. I was like <laughs> swimming across the ocean. I can't swim. And so just the thought of that, I'm like, yeah, I can't yes. breathe. I would never even attempt it. I would just, yes. I would just be um, yeah. pelican food or whatever yeah, kind of yeah. birds <laughs> eat. Yes. Let's take me now. Yeah. I'll be done yeah. for. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no. There was no. Yeah. Yeah, I would make it. Mm-mm. Okay, what's what's your next question for us, Lauren? Good questions. Okay, um, let's go to the phone call. So when she realizes that Jesse's alive, what oh. were your thoughts? And he's been gone three years. Yes. She thinks he died mm-hmm. in a plane crash. Body and was never recovered. She's moved on. She's moved on mm-hmm. just recently. Recently. Right. Bless, just recently. Mm-hmm. And she gets this phone call from an unknown number. Yeah. Yeah. But she kind of instantly is like, holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what yeah. I would do. Oh, my gosh. Well, I wouldn't answer it because I don't answer it. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But poor, poor Dana would be like, I'm leaving you a voicemail. <laughs> hey, honey, it's me. Yeah. Long back. Yeah. Actually, he'd probably be like, well, this is typical. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll text you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm alive. Yeah. <laughs> It's too funny. Yeah, that would be an earth-shattering phone call. I can't even imagine. I think about that phone call versus the other one. Like, there's been a a, was it helicopter, helicopter crash, or plane? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he's missing. He's dead. You know, presumed dead. That is so traumatic in and of itself. But that phone call is traumatic too because Mm -hmm. you're literally standing there next to this man who you've grown to love, and your family that's changed that you've grown to love in a different way and. So both phone calls are so traumatic mm-hmm. just for different reasons. And I felt like she was in such a pivotal point because she was finally allowing herself to like leave him in the past. Yeah. She's like, I've, I've got to move forward for myself. And then it's like, as soon as she does, it's like, hello. Yeah. So wild. I cannot imagine. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, you're accepting the new life yeah. and becoming who you feel comfortable with. And your whole life just gets flips upside down. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. I don't know. And then you're going, what? And what's he going to be like when he gets home? Mm-hmm. That's what my thought would be: is like, mm-hmm. what? Where have you been? What has happened to you? Like, because I kept thinking in the story because it didn't say um, what kind of physical condition he was in, and yeah. we know he's been in like this plane wreck, helicopter wreck, where whatever, where everyone else was killed. So this mm-hmm. is a violent wreck, and you're thinking, okay, is is he is he going to be bound to a wheelchair now? Mm-hmm. Is he missing right. a limb? Is he like, has there been head trauma? Like I kept thinking, what other thing is she going to be hit with? You know, and yeah. Yeah. and it wasn't physical trauma as much, but his emotional emotional and mental trauma was whew, deep yes. yeah mm-hmm. deep deep <laughs> so deep yeah no yeah oh i don't know okay so he comes back and then he suggests that him and emma are going to go away to his family's cabin which was where they were married right mm-hmm. outside yes. of that. Mm-hmm. so do you feel like her going away with jesse was fair to sam or like oh, gosh, what gosh. you know Sam deserves like man of the year. Yes. Oh my gosh. Reading totally. his like just letting her go that to me was the sign of like true love mm-hmm. because he loved who she he loved her both stages. He loved her in high school when she was who she was. He loved her as she grew into herself mm-hmm. and he accepted both. And so for him to be like you're going I'll contact you. Oh my gosh. See, I think maybe deep down he knew she's yeah. going to come back. 
you yeah. know, this is, I know where her heart is mm-hmm. and I have to let her go. Yeah. That's very selfless. Yes. Very. I don't think I could do that. No, no, oh, no. I know I couldn't oh, yeah. either. <laughs> like, sorry, we're engaged. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, that's right. So you're stuck. <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah. gosh. Oh. I know. Yeah. I know. And I was like, man, Emma, like you barely made it there and kept your clothes on. <laughs> like she got right funny. down to business. Yes. And I, like, I mean, I don't know. I was like, whoa, that would be, I don't know. And, and for, and two, like what kind of headspace was she in to just like, yeah. okay, like last night I'm with Sam, like who I'm going to marry and I love. Yeah. And then like today, I don't know. My brain, I'm not I'm not built Mm-mm. that way. Mm-mm. I'm also not in that situation and so, you know, she's got her husband and now her fiance. <laughs> and which is yeah, uh, impossible, yes. impossible. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, Sam and and then just forgiving her that like basically we're not going to talk about it. Like mm-hmm. you had to do what you had to do. Uh no. No. Mm-hmm. No. no. I would kill Brad dead. <laughs> Yes. Uh, I'm not that. I'm not built that way. (laughs) No, I'm not either. No. Yeah. I think Sam deserved man of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I'd be like, tell me everything. I want to know. I won't be mad. And then I would be fuming. Like I would be livid. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. (laughs) Right. But I am. That's right. I know. And then, um, so what do you think? I mean, we're not in that situation, but if you were, what would you have done differently? If anything than she did. I well, mean, as much as I just criticized the fact that she went away with Jesse, I think that was necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did too. Weirdly, even the physical um, element of that, like connecting and seeing, like, is this still the same? Yeah. And that, too, that there can be pieces of the relationship that are still passionate and still there is connectivity and then other pieces of that that are completely dead and gone. Mm-hmm. And so they definitely had, like, a physical <laughs> attraction and, and passion. But there where they were emotionally and and just mentally and everything it was so so different they were they were not the same people i mean even the day to day i got you a thing of diet coke yes well, I, don't, I don't drink diet coke yes. i got us a pizza well i can't eat that and he was so astonished by her new I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her new person. Yeah. That he was almost offended. Yes. Yeah. That's and, what I was going to say. Yeah. He almost had so much resentment because yes. she had changed, but it was like. I'm like, she can't help that she's lactose intolerant. Right. Dude, right? <laughs> she's trying not to have diarrhea <laughs> on your getaway. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. When he told her, I hate your hair, I was like, <gasps> yes. No, you don't. Didn't I felt yes. the same way, and then I laughed so hard because I, I would have been like, "That's a deal breaker, that's, dude. Yeah, we're yeah, done. That's it. Red flag. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. we're done. We're done." Well, and he was so like resistant to who she, like learning who she had become, mm-hmm. that it was almost kind of a turnoff for me mm-hmm. in a way because I'm like, "Ew, you're kind of a butthole." Yeah, you know? like yes, too. yeah, yeah. And and I I was really um, I had a lot of question marks like when he watched her interact with her family mm-hmm. and the fact that she had really kind of not that she was estranged from her family when she she was young but it was definitely there were broken mm-hmm. brokenness in those relationships and she had reconciled with her family and her sister mm-hmm. right and he he was kind of resistant to that mm-hmm. and I was like oh that's not gonna work man yeah. like you're gonna ask her because you're gonna expect her to choose instead yeah. of being proud of her yes. yeah. for overcoming all these obstacles he was very resentful mm-hmm. he was yeah. just yeah I, don't, I think he saw that as a way to like when they were younger it was easier for her to just move and not worry about it all because she wasn't as like engrossed in her family you know mm-hmm. exactly so coming back he's like well crap now you've got this you know whole relationship it was it was very odd yeah it's almost like he was so focused on everything she had like changed and became and he was so resentful for that he didn't and it was like he put all of his focus on that instead of his own self and trying to like uh-huh you know process his trauma mm-hmm. i think so too i think it was definite projection yeah mm-hmm. and yes. too like him being on the island alone and for all that time he was alone so all he had to like really lean on was himself and memories she had a network of people who helped her and she those relationships flourished so i think it kind of like he was going back to i got to go back to that because I mean, that's all he thought about for it's what kept three him years. Alive. Yes, yeah. And so, and she had all this this network, and it was it was almost like, well, I had nobody. You should have only been pining for me the whole time, like I was pining for you. Mm-hmm. But he yeah. was pining for old Emma. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here oh. I was going, good job. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, really finding yourself yes. and finding out what you want to do and, and what made you happy after oh, you and were so devastated. Yes. Yeah. It is so, so huge. Yeah. It is. For yeah. sure. Um, <laughs> Lindy okay, so. is the best. <laughs> Lindy does sign language for us, you guys, and she is the cutest thing ever. And she does these little hand gestures. I just wish y'all could see. It's hysterical. <laughs> and also, we have a another guest in our house. It's called a fly. Oh. And um, so, if you hear a ah, it's because I hit somebody <laughs> trying to kill a fly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. What else? Okay. You got? Well, let okay. me ask you this. Okay. Um, oh man. <laughs> Okay, so if you were Emma Uh and you chose Jesse instead of Sam, Mm. what do you think the ending would have been like? Ooh, that's a good question. (sighs) I don't think they would have made it Mm -hmm. because she did not want to leave home. And he wanted to go back to California and get back to life there. And I just, I think she would have had to compromise because of course she would like he's been lost at sea for three years like you're gonna make the sacrifice and go and then she's gonna resent him mm-hmm. yeah I, I still think they would have ended up breaking up because i think then she would have been like now i've given up me yeah yeah i love that she found herself more than anything mm-hmm. because she would have definitely had to compromise who she has become and apparently diarrheaed a lot because he'd still be forcing her to eat pizza <laughs> And I think she, I think she would have. I mean, I think you know, if had Sam not been in the picture, I kind of wonder if she would have been like, okay, like I'm going to do this, even though that's not what I want to do. And then I don't think they would have made it either. Truthfully, I agree. I just don't see how you live. And that would have been a whole other level of loss and devastation. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. to end up divorced Mm -hmm. later Mm -hmm. and like sad and bittered because you know and I feel like it would have created another divide that they would have had to get over within her family because she had come and taken over this bookstore and then she leaves again and then she comes back if she does you know and it's like holy cow yeah and you see her find her true happiness Mm -hmm. so to give that back up and I feel like he had so many things that he thought about and didn't grow up with or you know on the island that it would have been a huge obstacle. Mm-hmm. It would have been. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. whenever um, I first read about his finger, like I, I was <laughs> fixated on it. I was like, well, maybe he got picked up by a pirate ship. <laughs> or somebody like got him and then tortured him and cut off his finger. And I'm like, and then he had to cut it off himself. I was like, I don't know which scenario I like better. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, maybe Ugh. a pirate ship. I know. I, I know. Cutting yeah. off cut yourself. off your own finger. Oh. That would be devastating. I wouldn't want yeah. to talk about it either. No. Yeah. No. Mm. Well, um, okay. What is Emma's first thought when Stam- Sam restates his proposal? Like, what do you think her first thoughts, her first feelings? Mm. Relief. Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. I, I for sure because I I was at that part of the book and I was like what's Sam about to say because mm-hmm. I was like is he about to end this and say for real we're done done mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then when he restates his proposal I was like oh, I know gosh. I think I breathed for the first time in that whole yeah chapter I was like oh okay yes. they're gonna make it yes <laughs> I thought for I sure he was gonna break up like, yeah for sure mm-hmm. and be done like, well, and it just shows his true love. Yeah. Just, this is what I want. I'm not giving you up. Yeah. And just such a testament yeah. of what he wants. Yeah. More than what she wants. It's, listen. Yeah. yeah. Sorry yeah. about you. This is what's going to happen. <laughs> That's yeah. right. And I That's love right. that he said, I'm going to, I'm fighting for you like this. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you go like I did back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I thought that was so sweet. I thought so. Yeah. I did too. I loved it. He that let her part. go twice and then he was like, nope, not yep. doing it again. Yes. He knew. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. He just knew. Mm-hmm. Well, what'd you think about the eight months or eight and a half months later whenever she got that phone call? Mm. Oh, yeah. The, the next phone call from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was glad that he, you know, had moved on and had found somebody that he could be with. And he sounded, I mean, from what we get, we don't really know if he, I don't think it mentioned he'd been in therapy, but you know, you would hope he's working on himself. And like in yeah. those eight months, he's really processed a lot of that trauma. But I mean, he sounded better than I didn't really like him towards the end. Cause he was yeah. kind of, like I said, a butthole, but yeah. mm-hmm. that's okay. 
Um, I'm with you. He sounded more healed. And to even call her and basically say, I get it now Mm because now I've met someone and I'm in love. Yeah. And because he felt so betrayed that she could love anyone else. And so for him to have like understood that, Mm -hmm. like I was going, oh, good, he's growing because you don't want him just to go back to California and then like not flourish, you know, and it it seemed like, oh, good, he's, you know, it's a full circle. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. And that she was happy for him and he's happy for her. And I, I was like, that's that's. I don't know. That was the ending I wanted for him, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And see, I would have missed that phone call, too, because it was an unknown number, and I wouldn't have answered, so. <laughs> there would have been no closure there. <laughs> That's all of my life. I don't know who would have texted yeah. you. Yeah. 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 He would have known by that point. I mean, yeah. surely. Uh-huh. You know, after missing for all those years, and I don't answer, I'm not going to answer eight months later, either. So. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so um, we got to talk about Emma's relationship with her sister Marie, yes. since we're all sisters. Yes. Mm-hmm. This was, um, it was such a hard relationship, and then it evolved so much. But how did that relationship strike you? And how, were you guys really close growing up? Remind me. So Lindy was seven years, she is seven years older than me. Okay. So I think I'm, I'm only more, a couple of years now. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Now That's right. it doesn't seem like it's such a, you know, huge gap. But back then, I just remember thinking Lindy was the coolest thing ever because, oh, you. you know, by then, I mean, by my most of the memories I remember, she could drive and she would play loud music and then Blake would come over and they would take us in his truck with the big speakers. And, you know, I thought she was so cool and I wanted to hang out with her all the time. But I'm pretty sure she probably thought I was the most annoying child ever. <laughs> she was when in I middle was young. school. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, bless. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But now, I mean, yeah, we've. I mean, we've always been. I don't. Oh really yeah, remember. we've always been close. I mean, she's. We were just in different stages yeah. of life. So, and her and Lacey were so much closer in age, or they still are, I guess. But yes, because there's a third sister. Yes, yes. 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 We do have a and third. Two years apart. Yes. Yeah, okay. two years so, apart. Okay. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So you know we. It was a different dynamic then, but now, I mean, we're all very close. And I can't imagine having that kind of, I mean, when I read about that relationship and any time I do in any kind of book, it's so foreign to me because I, I just can't imagine not having that kind of relationship yeah. with my sisters that we do where I talk to them every day and I go to them for stuff. And, yeah. well, and our family's just so close. Yeah. I mean, we're always together. So Even I just, if we make each other real mad, yeah. we're still five minutes oh, yeah. later. Okay, yeah. over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There have been yeah. times yes. she's told me stuff, and I'm like, don't ever talk to me again. And then five minutes later, I'm like, why is she here, Mom? You know, like, what the heck? And then we're best friends by the end of the day. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. But has she ever physically attacked you in a hotel room in Austin, Texas, like oh. this redhead did to me? Although I had it coming. <laughs> She has. Okay. <laughs> we were totally sober too. Yeah. I mean, a hundred. We were full of the spirit, not maybe the Holy Spirit in that moment, but also not spirits. Uh, oh. I'm trying to think of a time that we've attacked each other, I but I only can think of the oh, time no. that we were in oh, Las Vegas. <laughs> All the girls of the family went to Las Vegas, and Lacey was in the shower, and we had a bottle oh, of champagne. <laughs> popped it, and she screamed so loud, and she was so mad. Oh. But it yes. was funny. And then she got so mad we threw oh, a bucket of cold water over the shower yeah. too. Wasn't it? Yeah. I think we attacked our younger sister. Yeah. But we Lacey's like, I have a different yeah. story yeah. about yeah. this. Yeah. does. A different version. She's probably got a long list of times oh, no. that she could talk about. Yeah. But, but no. that's okay. We still love her. That's right. Mm-hmm. So we wouldn't trade her for the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were always close growing up. We were 17 months apart in age. And so um, and we were just kind of built in best friends always but then there was always that time frame in like middle school and high school and I always say I was a terrible sister during that just because the two year eight you know grade difference it, in it's that time big. it felt it big yeah. it felt big and um when I still wanted to play and she was too mature and I was yeah. like you won't hide easter eggs for me oh my gosh yeah <laughs> definitely the annoying little sister no she was not annoying she was funny and my friends loved her because she was funny and so then that annoyed me because then they would want jenny around because i was moody and brooding and i was the perfect 90s grunge child i mean hello you know wore flannel and i dated skaters and drummers and 
That's great. That's, that's what I did. Best. And so, that's you know, good. so people were like, let's have Jenny lighten things up. And <laughs> I did not grow a sense of humor until I was about 26, 27. So anyway, but yeah, then we've always been close. But we, mm-hmm. we hear from people, um, even since we started the podcast, that have reached out and said, um, you know, I don't have that with my siblings. And I, I, it's nice to hear that that exists. And I wish I could have had that. And so I definitely don't take it for granted now like I did growing Mm -hmm. up, you know. And um, and I've seen adult relationships with sisters that have been really sad, you know. And you're like, oh, my gosh, how did that rift happen? Mm -hmm. And um, and it always kind of breaks my heart, you know. But then my mentor is uh, Michelle Keith, and I'm, like, obsessed with her, and I love her. And she is one of four sisters, and they are all best friends, thick as thieves. And I love their relationship so much. And they are so sweet. And and, I mean, and they're, you know, um, of a certain age. I'm not going to say what age (laughs) because Michelle might (laughs) thump me. Uh, But they have just tarried well with each other and their husbands and their kids and they just love each other so sweetly and well and they're always there to help each other Mm -hmm. and I think that's um I think that is what happened with Emma and Marie was finally Emma let Marie help her Mm -hmm. and and I just I like listening to Marie talk about it. Marie didn't realize that Emma felt less than mm-hmm. or whatever growing up that right. Emma held. She didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And and Marie just thought she didn't like her, you know, and she didn't. But she didn't understand why, mm-hmm. like that it was misplaced. Right. And so it was I just thought that was so sweet when Emma's on the roof, you know, and she knows that Jesse's dead or they think jesse's dead she's received the phone call and emma's just not dealing well with the grief and the the trauma and she's on the roof and and marie's like he's dead Mm -hmm. no he's dead no he's not out there no he's dead and just to make her deal with that reality and it was such a heartbreaking like moment in the book like i'm like listening and sobbing my face off and and yet like that was the bonding moment for mm, them because yes. she would say to Emma what nobody else would say. The hard thing. The yeah. hard thing. And I love that love. even though, yeah, that they were, you know, not super close, she still showed up and yes. was like, you know, and still did that for her. Even yeah. though, and she said, like, I'm probably not the person that should tell you this, but like, he's, <laughs> he's gone. Like, yeah. you gotta get, you know. And I loved that because, you know, you think if you don't have that relationship, sometimes you're kind of like, well, should I? show up should I not like mm-hmm. I don't really know how they'll receive me or you know so I mean that was a really big turning point for them yeah mm-hmm. yeah loved that. And it was nice to see their relationship grow and get better and the bonding and I mean and even with the nieces and I mean, yeah oh, goodness I, know. I don't know what I would do without all my little nieces and nephews yes. you know that's such a sweet thing that you can bring in from having siblings and sisters and yes I just love it so, I do too yeah I do too. It's a blessing and a gift mm-hmm. to and have. And like, poor sister. nieces and nephews are probably like, oh, here she comes again. <laughs> Matt, Maddox definitely thinks that. <laughs> just, Lindy's very loud, so Maddox is sometimes like, just kidding, go away from me. I think she's really yeah. she's growing on her, but you know, sometimes she's like, Stank no, out. she loves me. She, she loves you. She's also two, so we can't take anything personal. Yeah. That's yes. how Malin is with me. She's like, juju, shh. Like I embarrass her. I know I do. Bless because she's so quiet and uh, you know, kind of introverted and I'm a lot and, and, and Bubba then, will just tell her oh yeah Juju simmer down yeah or, <laughs> I love it well and Bubba when she was um, little little it, she would call me two mama mm-hmm. and I was like because she's so tired of getting bossed around by her mom and her sisters and her aunt like uh yeah. just another mom two mama yeah. it, it's so yeah, yeah. but I yeah that's it. the that's the glory of being it the is. auntie it mm-hmm. is. so it is. um I, and it was really sweet in the end, too, with Marie and um, Emma when Jesse is found alive and Marie breaks down and goes to Emma and breaks down crying and is like, 
I convinced you he was mm-hmm. dead. Like, this is my fault. Are you so mad at me? You know, and Emma's going, no, like oh, I, yeah. you helped me yeah. move forward because I was going to lay down and die, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. basically. And I just thought that was such a sweet moment. And, yes. and Marie, the older sister carrying that burden of, oh my gosh, yeah. this is my fault. You know, <laughs> but like, then also, you know, they're talking about their eye contact whenever she's leaving with Jesse to go to Maine. And she's like, listen, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm going to tell you a lot with my eyeballs right uh-huh. now. And don't we do that as sisters? Yes. yes. Oh, yes. And there was even a quote in there, and she, and Emma's like, you know, what do I do? And she's like, I can't tell I you. I can't tell I you. Like, I think you've got. But I will be the first one yeah. that you tell. Yes. That's right. Yeah. What every juicy detail. Yes. I know. I love yes. that too. Yes. That was sweet. I love their relationship mm-hmm. in the end. Yeah. And then Emma's going to be the manager, and Marie yes. gets to be the assistant manager, and they're it's in a just and their parents' dream came full circle yes. for their little bookstore. And yeah, I, I love that. And then now I want one of y'all to open a bookstore, <laughs> and I'll come work for you. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll let her do that. We'll I'll just that. show up when she needs me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we could call sisters on the same page. I oh, love it. Oh, we should. Please do we it. Should. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll let you answer go. the phone. I'll, yeah. I'll start shopping for <laughs> that. Let you answer the phone? <laughs> yeah. You can do all that stuff. Yeah, I'll talk to the people. Lindsay will be in the back. Yes. <laughs> Waving my hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it. So good. Okay, what else you got? Um, okay, I loved how Taylor Jenkins Reid wrote about grief. And I do not know much about her as like a human author in her real life. But when they break down and she breaks down, I think starting on page like 76, um, this is right after Emma receives the first phone call that Jesse's dead or so missing dead. Um, And she begins processing her grief. The way Taylor Jenkins Reid wrote Mm -hmm. about how she just floated through the days and she watched Mm -hmm. the Travel Channel until, you know, boredom set in and she crawled into the bed and she doesn't remember who's like cleaned out her apartment, who sold her car. She has no recollection. Like these things just happened. And it was just kind of a she blinked and these things were done. But there is a true there is a, I always call it the fog that mm-hmm. happens like with traumatic grief. Um, and it is real. Mm-hmm. And you, you literally float through, even if you're the one cleaning out the apartment and putting the car up for sale and meeting the people and you're going through that, you will look back months later and you won't even remember pieces mm-hmm. of it. It is, you live in such a, it's a weird fog in your in your mind and i think it's protection because i think when you go through traumatic grief like this shock happens yes and it's like fight or flight you know or flee goes into to practice inside of your head and your heart and it's the weirdest thing but she wrote it so Mm -hmm. perfectly yes like it blew me away I know. I really thought she had really great insight on all of that. She really so you, did. I mean, she puts into you know words all the things that like yeah. was so relatable. Yeah, it was. It yes. really was. Yeah, and you feel like you're sitting in it with her. Yes, as she's speaking. yeah, she kind of yes. helps right. you to understand the big, big feelings. Like for somebody that may not have ever right. experienced grief, like you were able to be like, wow, like if I was feeling all that, I can't you know imagine. So mm-hmm. yeah, she did that yeah. really well. She did I such agree. a good job. She even talked about um. In, uh, um, Jesse's mom, Francine, she said, wrote on page 77, Francine developed such strong panic attacks that her husband flew her home and checked her into a hospital. Uh, my mom and dad stayed on an air mattress at the foot of my bed watching my every move. I told them I had, I had a handle on it. I thought for certain that I did. I spent three days walking around in a daze, waiting for the telephone to ring, waiting for someone else to call and say the first call had been wrong. That second call never came. Instead, my phone was tied up with people checking to see if I was okay. Uh, she's a, I was too I was far too numb to decide whether or not you know who she wanted around even like mm-hmm. she couldn't even say yes to visitors or no it was just yeah. whoever floated in um, well she even goes into third person at some point where you can see her like out of body experience going this can't be right like well you do this and you watch TV and you get up and you do this and it's like she's just floating around herself like this is what you do it's not what I do and then she does go back into the first person like I did this, I did that. So even that is like this 
you feel like a different person. It's like yes. you're watching a Lifetime movie, and yeah. it's not you. It can't yes. be you. It's disassociation yeah. for survival's sake. Like you literally, it is like out of body, and you're just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Like she on page eighty one. Um, she says, I want to go back to Acton. I don't want to stay here anymore. My father nodded, and my mom said, whatever you need. She says, I do not remember who packed up my things, who sold my car and my furniture. I do not remember getting on the plane. All I know is that a week later, I landed at Logan Airport home. Mm-hmm. And she said, the world seemed dark and bleak and meaningless. Life was pointless and cruel. And that is, I mean, that we've we've experienced I mean, a loss like this and where there was no body to recover. Like Mm -hmm. when our dad uh, died by suicide, first he went missing. Mm -hmm. And so our first phone call was this, your dad's missing. And then there was, I mean, there was a search for him. There was an aerial search. There were helicopters. The Texas Rangers were here. I mean, he was a police officer. So every every color of blue in the state of Texas was there. His brothers in the DPS, his, you know, police officers, who else? I mean. I, some people, I didn't even know what the insignia meant. I was like, well, that's a different agency. <laughs> Mar- marshals. Like yeah. all, I mean, these yeah. people, U.S. Marshals, were. it was crazy the mm-hmm. amount of people that my dad had worked with through the years who all showed up uh, to help. And, and so, and then they're searching for him. You know, and there's, you know, they bring, they're bringing in the helicopters. You know, it's serious. Then they start bringing in infrared dogs, and so they're, they're going to search uh, for Not him. Not infrared dogs. <laughs> what's it called? It, what's it Cadaver called? Cadaver dogs. No, but they there's. Oh, they did the infrared lights in the helicopters. Infra. Okay, yeah, infrared lights in the helicopters. <laughs> And then they bring in the cadaver dogs. Yeah. And then so now we're not looking for a live person. We're looking because the infrared looks for body heat. And right. so that's a person. And they bring in the cadaver dogs. And so now we're, we're looking for someone who's dead. And you go through this process and it is so surreal. Mm-hmm. It is bizarre and it's like you're living in a movie and i remember us telling people who were calling and checking and like people showing up floating in and out and you're in like how are you and we're like this is just like a movie this is mm-hmm. un- this is unreal this mm-hmm. does not feel like real life and then when they come and they say like we found his body and and we never got that closure of seeing his body. We ne- none of that. And you talk about a mind freak like yeah. that mm-hmm. plays on you. And we remember sitting because after the funeral, when there's no body, um, and you, you, so we we fly to Houston because Jenny lived in Houston, or we drove to Houston after the funeral just to get away. And I remember sitting at the dining room table one morning, like we're in this fog, like we can barely get out of bed, and it's like, okay, what's the step for today? Oh, cause sit, it's sit at the table and drink coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was it's like, did you shower today? What day is it? Did you? Am I supposed to shower today? Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. And how old were y'all? Twenty four. And okay. 25. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so we were going through that, and our mom, who was 49 years old, you know, our dad was 44 years old, um, and, and sitting there at the table with, with mom, and mom talking about, is he just missing? You know, because when you don't see a, a body, there's no, it's a weird, no closure mm-hmm. kind of a situation. And I remember Jenny and I both saying, he's gone, mm-hmm. he's dead. He's yeah. not here. So this book, that yeah. part of it, that I mean, I got in the shower and listened to that when it started, and I like sobbed and sobbed and oh, sobbed gosh, yeah. because it was, th- I mean, but she wrote it so perfectly. Mm-hmm. So relatable. It yeah. was so, so for people who've lived that, that's what that is like. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it takes a long time for you to even desire food. Yeah, right. I mean... I remember people bringing a sandwich to our mouths and saying, take a bite. I was like, what? Oh, I haven't eaten in three days. You just, you're yes. not hungry. Yeah. You don't even think about it. You don't. You do not think about it. So she wrote it so well that I was like, I wonder what her story I is. Know. Like, yes. Has so Taylor curious. Jenkins Reid lost someone or someone close to her? She mm-hmm. walked that with them. Mm-hmm. Because like we had some of our very best friends who up to that point had not gone through that kind of traumatic loss. But they could write it oh, because yeah. they walked it with us. Absolutely. Yeah. And As a matter of fact, during this book, some of those close friends had read it with us. And they were texting us like, oh. I wonder what your mom would do. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, just, yes. Yeah. yeah. It would be crazy it would to be even crazy. think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but I, I just I thought she just wrote it so so well and then you almost too the truth about when you are beginning to heal and ready to like take your life back mm-hmm. or start a new chapter of your life and in some of the guilt that you have oh, even yeah. doing that oh, because yeah. that's another level of letting this person who you loved go yeah and and then that feels like another death it's you betrayal know? almost it does it mm-hmm. feels that way internally mm-hmm. and it's uh, anyway she just wrote it so perfectly and beautifully and oh my gosh it ought to be a text script for people in you yeah. know going through traumatic loss yeah. and so you had mentioned that you had thought it was going to be a movie it is. It is, it's, it it is a movie. Now, the movie, I, the ratings aren't great. I haven't watched it yet. I don't know. Some people said the acting wasn't the best, so I, <laughs> I was kind of afraid to watch it. But, yeah, it, it's out. And um, I don't really know what platforms. It was kind of random platforms that you could get it on. But oh, yeah. they did make it into okay. a movie. I'm have to yes. look that up. I was but waiting for awful, the month to be over. Yeah. I know. If it's I awful, know. Don't, I don't know. I'll go I know. watch it. <laughs> I know. But, you know, sometimes with such – like, they, we've talked about it last time, but it's either – so great as a movie or it's just like what on earth like, yeah like, yes sometimes it's just never as good yeah. as the book so i don't know i mean the ratings say that now that doesn't always mean everything that's right so yeah. i don't know but it is a movie and okay. it's out so worth to find that yeah we're yeah. definitely gonna have to find it yeah okay um does anybody else have any more questions or comments I'm just so glad she wrapped it up in a pretty bow and made yes. it all a happy ending yes because that much tragedy and trauma in one reading i was like Oh, thank God it all works out for everybody. Yeah. It really takes you through all it. the feelings in yes. that book because it's just so wild. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Yes. Well, it just kind of shows everybody that even when you make this choice or make this choice, it's still going to be okay. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Going to be and okay. Even when life happens and the unthinkable things mm-hmm. happen, yeah. like, you know, you can. There are ways to get through it. So. That's right. Yeah, yeah, and you can be happy again. And, yes. you can, and that actually doesn't dishonor the person that you've let go. Mm-hmm. You know, right. um, it really doesn't. Um, but it does feel like, our, do you hear our little girls in the background <laughs> squealing? Some, some, some time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, she writes um, this awesome quote in the book. She says, I think everyone has a moment that splits their life in two. When you look back on your own timeline, there's a sharp spike somewhere along the way. Some even that changed you, changed your life more than others. A moment that creates a before and an after. So here's here's my question. Looking back, what was that moment in your life? Have you had a split in two kind of moment? We all have. <laughs> That's a good one. Man, you should have told me this mm. a while back. <laughs> <I think. laughs> You'll know how I do. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have it typed out. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Lindy doesn't have all of her words in front of her, so she's going to need a minute. Um, well, we good, talk about our, our dad's death. That mm-hmm. was a split in, yeah. you know, that was definitely that split life before dad died, after dad died. Mm-hmm. But getting married, mm-hmm. I mean, boy, you know, that's mm-hmm. a... That's a big life change. Yeah, and I've been divorced. That was a huge, yeah. huge before and after mm-hmm. for sure. Um, yeah, definitely dad's death. And my best friend died when I was twenty, so it was that yeah. was a huge. Oh, yes. That was probably the yeah. the first like. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah. and then dad died a couple years later. So it was. Yeah, those were huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I'm a child of divorce, so I mean, I would say my parents' divorce was probably the first like mm-hmm. life altering, you know, split before and after, but. Also, motherhood has really... Oh, yeah. Girl, yes. I mean, I have said, you know, people tell you, oh, just wait, you're going to be so tired, or oh, you're... They never talk about, like, this new person that you become, and the weirdest way, I don't even know how to describe it, but for me, like, what's really rocked my world is motherhood, and not in a bad way, Mm -hmm. but I've just become a totally different person, and I look at things so differently now, and... You know, I just, it's just so crazy. I always say, like, nobody tells you yeah. that you're going to yes. meet a whole new person and it's not your baby, it's you. Yeah. You know, yes. it's like, I don't know. It's wild, but that has rocked my world. So I would say, I mean, definitely the divorce. And then, um, you know, we've been very blessed throughout that whole, we've had a lot of blessings come from that. But absolutely. Um, 
definitely motherhood for me, I would say. Yeah. And nobody yeah. tells you about motherhood that like, no. it's a new, it's a whole new, you become a new being yeah. and it's not like just a hat you wear. Yeah. It's forever. Yeah. It is mm-hmm. until you die. Yeah. If you're 90 and your children are 70, you're, you're still in that, in the, mother- yeah. in the motherhood role. <laughs> I know it's wild. Yeah. I just never knew that I was going to meet a whole new version of myself. And yeah. I almost love her more than I, you know, pre motherhood because I'm like, there's a lot of things in my life I could have used this version of myself for, you yes. know? And so yeah. it's a good yeah. perspective. It yeah. is really good. Well, and I think there's been a lot in my yeah. life. There's been mm-hmm. a lot, but I don't know. I guess I got to just live my life as, yeah, this is a huge milestone. It's life changing. It's life altering. It's, it's a lot, mm-hmm. yeah. but I can either be a bitter person about it or I can, pick up my big girl pants and Mm -hmm. learn from it Mm -hmm. and grow from it and try to be a better person from it. Not that it's easy. Not that it's, I mean, that's something you have to tell yourself every day. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm going to try really hard to be a nice person today. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's hard, but I mean, I think there, there's just a lot of this way or that way. And yes, micro, micro moments along the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, You're constantly shifting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I yeah. mean, I could list them, but I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I do think motherhood, marriage, yeah. yes. you know, and I don't yeah. know. There's just a lot, but I, I, you just have to grow from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just how you're, how you make it in your head yeah. of, I've got this, yeah. you know, That's I don't right. have anywhere to go but up. So. Yeah. Because even with motherhood, you can, you can kind of, you could resent the role, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, versus mm-hmm. like leaning into it and embracing it and miss who you once were. And, and which I think is fair too. If you yeah. miss yeah. some of that, because, right. you know, there's a lot of freedom whenever you don't have people dependent yes. on you for yes. life. Yeah. 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 But, but to, to, to go, no, this is even better. Yeah. You know? But I also think that anything that comes in our paths as a mom, mm-hmm. I'm able to come back and the kids will ask questions and I'm like, well, let me be real honest with you. You know, this is kind of mm-hmm. how I felt. This is what I did. You know, I've talked to both of my older two and, you know, you're going to make mistakes, but yeah. learn from them. Yeah. As Braden said, so if I make those mistakes and I'm honest with you, do I still get in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you do. It won't be consequences as severe. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, you know, that, you walk through things and like, you don't, in the time it's like, you know, you don't want, you don't want to do those things, but I have never found, I mean, coming out of those things, there's always been somebody who's gone through something just like it later on that is in my path that like, I feel almost like, not that it happened to me for that reason, but I feel like, wow, I can really, you know, take mm-hmm. this and help somebody. And mm-hmm. so for me also, it's kind of like, okay, what have I learned from this and what can I pass on if that happens to yeah. you know, yes. somebody else? So mm-hmm. there's a reason I think that things happen in our lives mm-hmm. and we might not be here tomorrow to explain it to somebody, but you know, when we're 90, somebody might That's come right. across our path. Oh and, gosh, yes. You know what? I remember that day. Yeah. You're going to make it and it's yes. going to be fine. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I think that's so much about what we go through, like the the really hard, heartbreaking stuff Mm -hmm. is that is is like even as like we're all Christians and we want to be Christ like. And I think so much of that is being hope dealers. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We've got to be constantly telling people you're going to make it like this is this is your darkest hour. Yes. And it's terrible and it sucks and you're going to make it, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's hard right now, but it's not. That's yeah. right. It's not going to be hard tomorrow. That's right. Mm-hmm. It, it, Even if your tomorrow's not for another couple months. That's right. That's right. right. That's right. It's like you will okay. breathe without mm-hmm. having to think about it one day. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It'll take that yeah. fresh breath. Yes. Or like Jenny always talks about, like we're at some point you you can move past a trauma or a heartbreak, and where you you can remember it without rehearsing it, yes. and yes. that's when you know like some healing has happened. You mm-hmm. know, because we can sit here and talk about what we've gone through with divorce and death and all these different things, and none of us is is breaking down because we're reliving it because well, right. it's been long enough and we've dealt with it, mm-hmm. you know, and so. In, in that, we can tell people, you are going to make it. You are going to laugh again. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. will you will have fun again. You know, you mm-hmm. will love again. You will. And I think that's what, like, Jesus really wants us to do is, yeah. like, deal in hope, deal mm-hmm. in joy, deal, deal in love. Not And not, don't 
pretend like everything's fine all the right, time. You don't yeah, have yeah. to do that. It's right. like not about being fake, but you know, yeah. throw out some hope to mm-hmm. people because people are so hopeless. I know. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow yeah. is always new. Today yes. is a hard day. It's not yeah. a bad day. That's right. Just learn from it and move on. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Completely. And take a good night's sleep. Yes. Oh my goodness. Girl, yes. That will solve a lot of problems. <laughs> For sure. Oh, oh, early in our marriage, I'm real nocturnal by nature. Before I had Emery, Um, now I need to go to bed at like 9 p.m. (laughs) But I would want to stay up and like talk with Brad. He would get off work late, and I would want to would want to like hash out some whatever, like an argument or you know. And the later it would be, the worse and more emotional I would get. And Brad would be like. We're going to bed. Yeah. I'd be like, no, we can't let the sun go down upon our wrath. We cannot give place to the devil. You know, and I'd like browbeat him with scripture. And he'd be like, this isn't, no, this isn't helping. It's not productive. We need to go to sleep. And I would go to sleep and wake up the next day and be like, what are we fighting about? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's like, we're fighting because you needed a nap. (laughs) Yes. Like a baby. And so, yeah, Mm -hmm. like it's so true. Just a good night's sleep can Mm -hmm. some kind of just, the Lord even ministers in that, doesn't he? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I'm all about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. Well, thank you for picking this book and yeah. for walking us through the, these thoughtful questions. Yes. That was, it was, so fun. it was, it was, I was glad you liked one. it. I yeah. loved it. I yeah. have recommended it to a lot of people. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. 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 I'm glad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was okay. fun. Well, girls, I guess that's going to wrap up this little session of book club. We'll get back with y'all soon about what, about do you want a new book yes yeah, yeah, I know okay. you I'm not sure y'all have one ready yes, yes. Okay, what's our next one come on come on okay this one we're okay. gonna take you a little different we're going psychological <laughs> so this one if you're afraid of thrillers don't be this one's not like gory no. dead bodies everywhere if I can read it y'all can read it okay, yeah. okay. if yeah. Lindy yeah and I have anxiety and if I can do it you can do yeah. it you yeah. know so anyway and this one's good do you want to tell them what it is I will I'll read this synopsis. actually Lindy picked this oh, Okay, I'll read the synopsis, okay. and then I was told by Wait, a few people. Are you going to tell them the name? Well, yes, I okay. was told by a few people that we need to repeat the name of the book a few times. Okay, so, okay. okay. So I'll tell you, the name of it's called The Housemaid. Ooh. It's so good. I'm so excited. It's yes. by Frida McFadden. Yes, and it's actually that she just came out with the sequel. So okay, I've seen the the picture of the book. And this is another book like page turner. Like you're gonna not want to put it down because mm-hmm. we had to follow another a page turner with the page turner. Yes, yes, so. yes absolutely. Okay, so here's the synopsis. Welcome to the family. Nina Winchester says as I shake her elegant manicured hand, I smile politely, gazing around the marble hallway. Working here is my last chance to start fresh. I can pretend to be whoever I like, but I'll soon learn that the Winchester secrets are far more dangerous than my own. Every day I clean the Winchester's beautiful house top to bottom. I collect their daughter from school and I cook a delicious meal for the whole family before heading up to eat alone in my tiny room on the top floor. I try to ignore how Nina makes a mess just to watch me clean it up, how she tells strange lies about her own daughter, and how her husband, Andrew, seems more broken every day. But as I look into Andrew's handsome brown eyes, so full of pain, it's hard not to imagine what it would be like to live Nina's life. The walk-in closet, the fancy car, the perfect husband. I only try on one of Nina's pristine white dresses once, just to see what it's like. But she soon finds out, and by the time I realize my attic bedroom door only locks from the outside, Mm. it's far too late. But I reassure myself, the Winchesters don't know who I really am. They don't know what I'm capable of. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, oh I have chills. <laughs> it's so good. So good. Okay, what's housemaid. it called again? The Housemaid. The Housemaid okay. by Frida McFadden. Yes. Oh, I cannot and wait. Yes. I don't, the, the Housemaid, what's the second one called? Is it The House Guest? Or the... It's I House something. But I remember, there, there is a yes. second one, so okay. make sure you do The Housemaid first. Okay. okay. Yes. Um... And then you can follow up with Seal. It's like, I ordered my physical copy the other day. It's like $9 on Amazon. Oh, so nice. very good. physical copy. But it's free on Kindle right now. Yeah, oh, if you have no. Kindle Unlimited, Unlimited. yeah, mm-hmm. you can download it for free. So Very so awesome. Nice. Oh my gosh, we're so excited. Yes. Yes. Cannot wait. I love good. a good thriller. And like I said, yes. it's not, I mean, it's suspenseful, but don't be afraid. So. Okay. okay. And again, follow along. Yeah. Follow along on Instagram. And yes. Give us your feedback. Yes. Y'all did such a good job of 
leading us along that and quoting and asking questions. So definitely follow Sisters on the Same Page. We will link to each other's. We, we try to do that. And so that you guys, we send traffic there because like we want your eyes on it and thinking about it. And send yeah. us your comments. Yes. yes, please, yes. And we'll please. do a post also um, where they can comment below about their books on One Tr- I mean, their books, their thoughts <laughs> yes. on One True Loves. Okay. So we awesome. can kind of hear from them too so oh y'all sisters we're excited yeah i cannot wait oh that's gonna be a good one we're leaving on vacation tomorrow so i'm gonna go buy it it. i cannot wait yes Yes. (laughs) okay well we love y'all and we love y'all so much thank you so much thank y'all okay see y'all soon all righty That's a wrap for this episode. Thank you for sharing your time with us. You can follow us on Instagram at jenandjuice.ig and on Facebook at jenandjuice. And I'm Jenny. You can follow me on Instagram at jennyhill.ig. That's Jenny with the J and an I. And I'm Juice, a.k.a. Jessica. You can follow me on Instagram at jessicaphillips.ig. We can't wait to meet you here again next week as we continue these conversations where, as always, we're here to help a sister and brother out. Yeah!